0: Well, get a drink, right? <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to Broomewagoon, you will not get there on a road bike, season number three, last episode of the month, you know what to expect, right? It's gonna be always the same, it's Tip Top Tuesday, Tuesday. Even if now I'm recording on Sunday and I'm watching outside from my window, an amazing sunny fall day. I truly believe that fall is the best season to ride a bike. You relax, you're relaxed, you're off-season, you have more time to explore and colors are amazing if you can ride a bike. Yesterday I've ridden my bike, I went to a classic route that I usually do, is the Albi's Pass, but today I'm locked here home with lower back pain. Don't tell me what happens, probably I'm getting old. I truly believe that probably it's a problem with my shoes as well as it also a problem with my posture. I think that I will need to strengthen a bit more my core and my lower back. That's something that I will take care of in this winter season or how I like to call it mad decision. We're gonna talk about that with Simon in a few seconds, before that I just want to tell you you can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you use to listen to podcasts. And if you have an iPhone or if you use iTunes, please do something for me, do something for us. Go on iTunes, then subscribe, and then remember to review. This is the only support that I ask you, because you know already, right? I've been recording these episodes, now it has been almost four years, I never ask you for money or stuff, so just the real support that you can give you and the only support that I will probably always, forever, ask you for is just a small review, a 5 star, 3 star, whatever star you want on the iTunes. And then you can listen for this in for free, forever. Now it's time to head into my conversation with Simon. It was a couple of weeks ago and we talked about his off-season and the cross-training mostly, and how to enjoy a bit more the winter season and what to put in mind for the next one. I will talk to you at the end of it. Hello everybody! This episode is in because the season is in and with everything in, I'm here in with Simon. Hi, Simon. Hello. Ciao. Hello, everyone. I miss you, boy. Eh, it's been a while, no? Yeah, it's been a while that we are not recording. It's been also a lot of time that we don't see each other. What the hey. hell are you doing?
1: I, I'm doing pretty fine. I mean, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying my off-season. So, uh, yeah, it's a new season for Brunwagoon. But for me, it's actually the ending of the cycling season. And now I'm completely relaxed and I I really enjoy this part of the year. I mean, it's it's
0: very, very nice. Am I wrong if I'm saying that last year your off-season started later in the year or just we started later in the year recording episodes? Probably this is the
1: thing. Yeah, no, probably it was a couple of weeks later, uh, probably in November. But for some reasons this year, I decided to, to do it now. I'm making a trip around. I'm having some, I don't have any races anymore. And, well, yeah, I think it's just uh, a good time to start. I was uh, also a little bit, you know, I ha- I've had enough of training for for, for a bit. Mm-hmm. So I need
0: to recharge my batteries in a way. Perfect. Let's start from the beginning because I'm super happy that you're here. We can talk about a lot of things, even if you are tight on times, you have to do something like a Fanta game with the NBA things, right? You're really multitasking in sports.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm fantasy NBA. Come on, the season starts now also for the NBA. And I, I really need to, to play that stuff. I mean, it's all numbers that you have stats about points, about rebounds, about assists. How many do they, each player does. Uh, all this this nerd stuff. Cool.
0: Can you do something for me? <clears throat> Can you please buy the, or get for your team or whatever, the Marcus Cousins?
1: He's injured
0: No <laughs> He's, he's injured a... It's when?
1: For when? Uh, he got injured this summer uh, While signing for the Lakers So no, no, I don't think I'll get him
0: <laughs> Yeah, because he's not going to play For the old season, right? Uh... Yeah, I
1: think he has a very serious injury uh, it Could be career ending um, No, so... but
0: he's pretty young How old is he? 30, I think.
1: No, I know he's like 26.
0: Oh, okay. Or stuff
1: like that. Maybe a little past minus a few years. But the thing is, he had two serious injuries, one of which is Achilles. And historically, players that had that kind of injury really struggled to get back uh, at decent levels. It's similar also for for cycling Um, in It was not. There are various injuries, but some injuries in cyclists in in cycling, they just change you so much that you are
0: not competitive anymore. Achilles is one of those, probably. Maybe yes. Okay, stop talking about basketball. How was last season? Tell me everything about that. Do you feel satisfied? Do you think you could have done more? Do you feel happy? You are still missing some kilometers in your legs. You wanted to do another exploration. Did you want to come here to Switzerland, but you didn't? Actually, you should uh, you should do it at least one time next year. How do you feel about uh, the season just finished?
1: Well, uh, pretty satisfied. So my main goals were doing the out route, um, the seven days one, and I I jammed in also a three days one, uh, while I had to skip the the last three day one. Uh, Some other races around, uh, one in the UK, the Tour of Cambridgeshire, the Maratona delle Dolomiti, which was, for me, probably the best race of the season. But I didn't really race it. it. I was just doing support for for my brother. uh, Because my brother had the goal to finish it uh, within the time limit. And it was pretty much a challenge for him to do that. So I try to help him in the ways, I, the ways I know, so I prepare him some training plans. I helped him with uh, eating, with uh, bringing him water, uh, by pacing him up hills and on the flats and stuff like that. And we managed to finish <coughs> the race a minute and 40 seconds before the time cut, the, the deadline, uh, after eight hours and a half. And it was the best experience of the year, probably. So, yeah, that was pretty much different from, from my other races, but it still worked, and it was pretty good satisfaction. Um, while some other races where, um, yeah, the Outroute, uh, the seven days in the Pyrenees was my main goal, and I was very, very happy with it. Um, yeah, seven days where you, where you pedal, I don't know, four hours every day. At uh, the end, uh, I finished in, in the positions that I wanted, uh, which is not among the best, but uh, in, a, in a decent group. And yeah, it gave me great motivation to, to do it again next year also. So I'm um, happy about it.
0: And yeah, you mentioned a couple of times that you are satisfied with your position in your out route. So you have made the out route Pyrenees seven days and the out route Dolomites three days. Which position did you arrive uh, I arrived, I
1: uh, think, 15th uh, in the three days one, and I arrived the 14th in the seven days one.
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, I would say that you should be satisfied with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I wanted to do, to reach, uh, to be in the top 20 in the seven days one, so
0: I'm positive. Let's see what, what will be the target for, for next year. Perfect. Before talking about next year, tell me two things. Which one? was the area apart from obviously Bologna where you live and Trieste where you come from that you have ridden the most last year and the second thing that I want to tell you which one is the segment that you smashed this year
1: Uh, okay so ridden the most probably in the northeast of the Alps in Italy that I've been there quite a few times so be it for races be it for leisure bit for trainings so I've been there quite a a little bit I've been to the UK three times uh, so three weekends uh, around London Surrey, uh, Cambridgeshire uh, and, and those areas but yeah I think around around the Alps that's that's been my favorite Segments that I smashed, but I didn't really go for segments, um, <clears throat> so I I don't really know. Uh, I think there was a day uh, somewhere in May or June where I just wanted to have a free day and I was chasing uh, comms on, on various uphill roads around Bologna, and I think that that day I did five or six uh, KONs on different hills of 10, 12, 15 minutes. Were you alone? Uh, no, I was with Donato and Louis. They were also with me. You killed them. Yeah, I think Donato still remembers that day. Uh, at, at the moment, he was like, yeah, you go ahead. I go back home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we just found ourselves on a, on a small little climb of, I don't know, it was... Uh, ten minutes or stuff like that, but the thing it was like fourteen, fifteen percent average gradient uh, was not very enjoyable. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, that was more. Or less that was the whole day, uh, like this: ten minutes full gas or like medium get, ga- medium full gas, then twenty minutes resting, then another one like that, and you keep going for three, four hours. It was
0: very, very fun. Yeah, I can imagine that. I really can imagine. I'm so happy that I was not with you at that time.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but you know, just sometimes you are a little bit more free. Another one that I tried, um, what was I, actually it was a couple of weeks ago. So I was uh, I was already in off season mood, uh, not thinking about training, not thinking about anything. In fact, so just enjoying my rides. And I wanted, since I mean, since there was the um, World Championship on the TV, I wanted to do, to do my time trial. So I went from a city in Friuli to another one, from Trieste to Gorizia uh, with the time trial bike and just having fun, trying to go a little bit fast. Uh, I found rain in the middle and all that stuff. So during, I think it was 42 kilometers. Uh, and I wanted to do it below, uh, I mean, in, in to, to take less than one hour of time. And it's a little bit up and down, so it's not flat. Uh, during during the last part, I was just in, in a thunderstorm or something. It was so fun that I, I was not freezing. I was just laughing and keep going.
0: Okay, well, yeah, yeah. You have to do this kind of things more often. I mean, laughing on the bike.
1: But I I do laugh on the bike. I really enjoy riding my bike. The thing is that I like to train also, so I like my trainings. So yeah, I don't like missing my trainings. And I mean, for me, it's very fun to to
0: follow something that is planned in advance and not just go free-riding. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's why you're here and the that's why two things I think. That's why you're here in the podcast and that's why we are friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are the two different face of the of the coin, right? And yeah, that's true, quite the opposite. Yeah, exactly the opposite. They like to get lost most of the time and you like to plan everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> planning. What are you planning for next year? For the next year, well, um, since I enjoyed
1: the Outroute this year, I'm I'm taking it again next year. So I already planned
0: my races. Infinity Pass is already there. It's in the wallet.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first expense that I did. I, I think I bought it like two minutes after it was out or f- maybe three minutes after it was out. So I was really <laughs> waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, i am already started planning my races in October. Uh, it's going to be on the, I think, 3rd of October. And then in, in August, uh, I already have the dates for the Alps, the seven days one. And then, I mean, I need to find some other races, but overall, I, I think I will do around 15 days of racing, and that's it. It's not a lot,
0: right? No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Also, are you including also the, the Holy Week number three in that, or not? No, I mean, it's not a race. No, okay, 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 it's just training.
1: Yeah, 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 just well, having
0: fun, no? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 definitely, definitely. Even if we have to choose the race that we want to do there, even if we have a couple of ideas in mind. But that's another story. When I think next year, uh, with uh, the Broomwagoon 2020, we're going to talk about how our season is going to shape in terms of races and also planning for the out route, uh, sorry, for the um, Holy Week. Even if we can say, probably to everybody, that this year is going to be. Uh, Holy Week uh, French Alps edition, right? Yeah, I think so mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to see We're going to talk about that later So how are you in this moment Training for The season that is going to come uh, I'm not training Okay, um, what are you doing now?
1: I'm, I'm just relaxing I'm in complete off season So I I stopped training I'm having a big break Of, of be uh, probably two weeks. Uh, I'm taking a trip next week, and uh, I'm taking some time to you know to refresh my my body, my mind, and to be motivated again to start to start all over. So I'm just I'm running a little bit um, since well now in three weeks. I'm trying to to run to do a little bit of cross training, which I think is very useful, and that's about it. Uh, I think this week I did an hour with on the trainers and a run in, and we are on Thursday, so I did nothing so far. And next week I'm traveling, so it'll be again zero. And I'm I'm
0: relaxed since uh, since September. Okay, okay. So that's that's what you mean, right? You're truly off season, and then this part of the season you are just. Keeping the bicycle as much as you can away from your life.
1: Yeah, I mean if if I want
0: if I feel like I want to go on a ride I go on a ride but
1: I like playing video games now So <laughs> I'm playing video games. I'm running a little bit And I mean then I have a trip and when I come back from the from the United States I training seriously So yeah big reset. I mean it helps you do stuff too, or or you just don't take big breaks like this?
0: No, I can tell you that for me, Simon, it's, um, it's a bit different. I actually try to split all the time as much as I can. The uh, the season where I can go to the 2,000 meters altitude, mountains, and the season that I cannot. That's the thing mm. that I usually do. Uh, I try to go on the... Obviously, when it's winter, I don't go as much as I can on the bicycle. And as I want, actually, on the bicycle, I still have less hours on the bike. But still, I try to go out having a different spirit. Now, this year is a bit... We were talking about that, actually, before uh, recording. This year is a bit weird because still I don't have a gravel bike and I need to work on that. And by the end of the, of the month, I should have one because muddy season is out and I need to go out. But usually, yes, for me, uh, winter time I call it muddy times or also <laughs> snowy times, I get a gravel bike and I go out for short rides, maybe pushy, uh, a bit more, kind of, like, you know, a cross-riding thing. And they go out for pushy and bumpy two, two hours, hour and a half, not more, cycling, because, you know, I don't like to do also the trainer, so I prefer to do it in this way. And then the second part of the season, the usually is between, let's say, a May to October, end of September, I actually consider this one, go outside and explore in the 2,000, 2,500, 3,000, 3,000 meters altitude passes. Because, you know, for me, it's just being outside and enjoying. Also, I like to be challenged by the uh, by the appeals and everything. But because I don't train so much, I don't really dig deep into training. I don't need really huge rest time. And usually my... Forced rest times is when I'm outside. For example, this year I just was two weeks without touching the bike and be jealous on everybody who was on the bike while I was in Kyrgyzstan. Mm. But I don't plan these things.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. But you do other sports besides cycling, uh, even occasionally or, or not? Because something that I notice is that, I mean, cycling is great, but uh, it has some um, effects on your body
0: that are, uh, let's say, not very desirable for me this is try to do something that i enjoy and for me summer is everything about grab the ball and go outside and playing some loops so i go out and i play basketball as much as i can i try to do it once twice a week and that's something that I do in summer, running, for, even if it's not good, because I got actually, the doctor once told me, if you even try to go run away, you are probably not going to walk probably when you're going to be old. So it's forbidden for me to, to run. I cannot ah, do it. OK. But but anyways, playing basketball is also not super good for my back. But I do it anyways also because I do not do it competitively. And I try to have super um, shoes with a good padding. Let's put it in this way. So I do this one in, in summer and in winter. Last year, I try to decide every time something different. Last year, it was, um, uh, how is the name? Anyway, swing. Yes, yeah, swing dancing. And it was good. I enjoyed a lot, and actually, uh, all the stiffness on my legs and on my back went away. Uh, this year, I'm thinking about doing or something like classical dancing or core training, like an Pilates or stuff like this. Classical dancing. Yes, ballet. You see, not. I know I'm I'm not good in any sports. But I, do you think that I'm good in cycling? I'm not. Do you think I'm good in playing basketball? I'm not. Do you think I'm good in swing dancing? Not. So, I try. I put a lot of enthusiasm on thinking I do it.
1: No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm okay
0: with that. I, I just <laughs> want proof
1: that you're really trying it. I mean, I I really want to see where this is going.
0: So, I'm really curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to see a lot of picture. You you can also come and visit me whenever you want, when I do it, or otherwise you're going to see a lot of picture in Instagram.
1: I promise I will be supportive, but I'm really <laughs> yeah. interested to see how this goes.
0: Yeah, it depends on how much is the price for that, because it can be pretty expensive here in Zurich, and I need to save money to buy a new bike. But anyways, if it's okay, I would prefer actually going dancing instead of going doing Pilates. No, but
1: I think all this stuff is actually great, uh, because it... It
0: helps you with, uh, with general health, which is always positive for, also for cycling. Yes, not staying on the sofa is, all the time is any time is better, right?
1: Yeah, but also doing uh, stuff that is different. So, I mean, mean, one of the main benefits of cross-training is that you develop uh, stuff that otherwise you would not develop
0: uh, in cycling. Go ahead on that. I didn't know about this term there, this definition. What's cross-training? What do you define cross-training?
1: Okay, uh, by cross-training, I mean doing for a certain period of time a sport that is not your main sport. Um, so this can work for cycling. Uh, if you do some running, uh, a lot of people uh, try to do cross-country skiing. Uh, some people like to swim. Uh, there can be other activities, but most of them are, however, aerobic by nature. So it's a kind of effort that is not too different from cycling, even if it uh, allows you to develop other, other abilities and other partially other uh, muscles
0: and you usually do cross training also while you are training you are cycling training right or you are only something like when you have a pose or you cannot for example when you cannot go out with a bicycle and you don't have a trainer because it's snowing outside then you are gonna go out doing i don't know cross-country skiing for example or you do it together with the cycling training? How does it work?
1: I do it together. So I'm I'm not completely abandoning cycling. So I um, I like to, and I suggest doing so. Keep cycling uh, at least three times a week. So um, I keep cycling three times a week, and the other three trainings or two trainings, maybe maybe three. Uh, I try to do some other stuff. I can also do a day when I do both things. So I can, for example, do an hour on Zwift and then go running for 45 minutes, an hour. And That's, in my opinion, during winter or autumn, it's quite useful and probably better than doing straight two hours of, of
0: Zwift. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And usually because, okay, um, for me, I didn't know about that. I was just uh, going something like in an intuitive way of doing, especially in winter, but when I have more time because I cannot go out with a bicycle, doing something, for example, to improve flexibility or to improve anything that can be, for example, your core training. I was doing it just intuitively, but there is something like something like a magic rule or something that you can do when something like, together with the training with cycling or it's just...
1: There are no magic rules, but any sport that is aerobic, uh, it it improves a little bit um, your aerobic uh, skills in a similar way to cycling. Uh, for example, cross-country skiing uh, is a great example.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Doing weights instead uh, it's going to probably improve your power, which is something, again, that uh, is useful. You do it in cycling when you sprint. So when you make like 10-second sprint, It's an effort that is somewhat comparable to lifting because you just do a big effort and a big push, and it's very short and powerful. Uh, While, yeah, those are the two main parts that you can cross train. So something that is based on strength or something that is based on uh, endurance. Doing something that is based on a mix of the two things Yeah, it can be fun. Uh, It can be psychologically very helpful. But in terms of training, it's difficult to probably insert it in a training plan or or stuff like that because I can easily insert, for example, a couple of hours of running per week in a training plan or I can easily insert some heavyweight lifting. But it's much more difficult to insert... Uh, let's call it um, a soccer soccer game oh, okay yeah because it doesn't really help anything in particular so when you're playing soccer you're doing some sprints then you're not then you're jogging a little bit uh, you train in a different way it's a little bit a different sport so it's difficult to implement
0: it okay cool
1: can be done but it's it's difficult
0: okay cool so you named actually so gym for sure running was something else that you named and cross-country skiing something like this yeah i mean the part that you
1: mentioned instead of you know like pilates yoga or general uh, aerobic core stuff i mean that probably should be part of your training routine anyways okay so doing stretching so that's not only for cycling. It's it. I mean, you have it also for cycling during the whole year if you do things properly.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So you can still, for example, um, if you're doing a long ride in no, if you're doing a ride, a training ride in the afternoon after work, could be a good. Complement having, for example, one hour or half an hour of yoga or Pilates in the morning, straight after bed. Uh,
1: yeah, more than that. The following day, I mean, you do a long ride. Let's say you do a long ride on Sunday. Uh, the following day, you need to recover, anyways. Yes. So you have two alternatives: either you take a full rest day, or maybe two full rest days if you are very tired. Or you can do uh, probably some some gym, some stretching. Uh, no heavy weight lifting. Um, you know, some yoga and Pilates can work very well. Some core strength. You can do probably something for your arms. Okay. And that's all things that don't impact your, your recovery.
0: And they don't damage you and they can be fun to do. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. And it's actually not also going to get fatigue to your muscles. The muscle that you use It's actually releasing them from, uh, yeah from all the lactate acid that they have
1: yeah yeah that in a way it works i mean there are days that you need to rest your complete body so it doesn't matter if you didn't use your your arms you still need to rest completely i sleep more and that stuff but in general if especially if you cycle let's say three times a week adding some extra activities during the the week can be can be very helpful even even if you go for a walk Like you go for a long walk of about one hour, you will strengthen uh, all the ligaments. You'll strengthen some parts of your body that otherwise you don't use. You can probably also strengthen the the bones, which uh, usually in cycling, uh, cyclists have some problems with the solidity of their bones. That's one of Mm -hmm. the reasons why when when pro cyclists crash, they usually break something. It's not only because they're they're going fast and stuff like that it's also because by doing only cycling uh, yeah you you have a problem that you might have a problem that uh, is that this one of weakening your bones
0: okay okay i didn't know about that actually that uh, practicing cycling can get your bones a bit weaker than the other people yeah we don't know that
1: yeah i mean it, it's not practicing cycling in itself it's doing only that as a sport that's
0: ah, okay yeah
1: because you you don't put uh, if you think about it when you cycle you don't put any stress on on the bones or or on on that part of the body so it means that during the whole year if you do only cycling that part is not solicited yes no so it doesn't get any response doesn't get any any impulse to 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 develop and the the only impulse that your body gets is, okay, I don't really need that part of my body.
0: Okay. And the body adapts. So, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Makes a little sense. Let's jump back on the winter cross training and the things that... Winter or whatever, cross training, and the thing that you have in plan. I told you already which one is my plan. So my plan is going to be try to find a complementary sport that I can actually put together with my outdoor muddy season. And this probably would be something to strengthen a bit my core and uh, to improve my flexibility. What about you? Because you need actually to get, so because it's for me, it's just something that will make myself a bit more comfortable on the bike for the long time, the long rides that I'm going to have for summer or in the dry season. For you, it's different because you need actually to put inside of your muscles some Uh, Power in order to get your performances.
1: Yeah, so I'll I'll try to put some power by by adding a little bit of running Mm -hmm. so I'm planning for the next three months. I mean when I start uh, which is in mid-october for the next three months I plan to do three to four times a week of running uh, Combined with three to four times a week of cycling. Okay, some days can be double can be both cycling and running and I think about yeah, probably the weekends because I have more time and it's and I love I love going to the to the track and field and staying there a little bit. And yeah the idea is that by doing some sprints um, you can develop some parts that have been neglected a little bit in, in the previous seasons. Um, you can do also some core exercise and yeah weight weights which I'll put in the in the running sessions. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I don't mean that I will attach weights to, to my to my ankle. I'll just do lifting and running. So probably 30 minutes of running, and then some parts of weightlifting. Okay. And stuff like that. So I'll probably join some some races because it's fun. Uh, obviously. <laughs> I know you're not the competitive guy, but, no, yeah, but you are. Yeah, so, but, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, you just find yourself. I, I did a race last week, so I actually started running. Three weeks ago, uh-huh. uh, so I, I started very slowly uh, by doing, you know, three minutes of walking, then three minutes of running, uh, five minutes of walking, five minutes of running, and then like this uh, for yeah, for some time, and then I, I found that there was a race around uh, my hometown, and I said, "Oh, why not?" So it was a tray race of about ten kilometers and four hundred and fifty of altitude. Um, it was, it was fun. I mean, I signed up and I went for it. I mean, I knew I was not prepared for it because I was running. Yeah. I, I tried, I started running two weeks before, two weeks and a half, but still it was, it was okay. And did you finish it? I finished eight, ah. uh, ah. but it was not like a whole lot of people. So it was, uh, in the whole race, it was, I think 400 people. Well, and, uh, I did the very small one, the 10 kilometers, uh, while I think the majority of the people went for the longer one, which was 18 kilometers. So maybe it was like well, 100, 120 people that did the short one.
0: Still, eighth position. Eighth position in your categ- category or general position?
1: No, no, the overall. Oof, okay.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I wasn't
1: I wasn't able to walk after the race for two days and a half, three days, stuff like that, because I was not physically prepared for it. No, it was it was still fun. I mean, I I enjoyed it a lot. But uh, I mean, the last three kilometers, I was just barely walking to the line. I mean, I just felt I couldn't run anymore. I was just you know hopping around trying to get to the finish. Uh, my, my knees were hurting. My ankles were hurting everything. I I mean, I I was not, you know, feeling very tired. It was just that my body was not ready for, for this one. Then at the point, I also took the wrong road. So I found myself in the woods instead of on the, on the track. I lost some two, three minutes because of that. I was quite pissed. Uh, and then a lot of people passed me and I had to chase them back. Uh, but yeah, it's an experience, different. Yes, so you're planning to
0: do also other races.
1: Well, yeah, I mean those these three races are are quite fun. Uh, they don't last long, so uh, if I find races
0: that are around one hour of of racing and they're around the area, why not? You're right. You're right. Actually, I don't know, but this is just talking really general things. But I can see that this is a great way trend that is peaking. On And uh, I'm talking about the trail running. It's all over the place. It looks like people are just leaving the roads, both in cycling, in running, and in whatever, even just in whatever it is. And they're trying to go off-road because it's more enjoyable to be there on the gravel surface and uh, discovering, exploring a bit more and breathing some fresh air and listening, I don't know, the sound of streams and water in the streams, wow.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I agree. It's it's very nice to see some, some nice areas. I mean, you can bring uh, your dog if you want and it will be around there. But as I told you before, I probably prefer the track. So if I have to race or train can be fun doing trails, but yeah, also the truck is very appealing to me. So I'll probably cho- if I could, I probably choose to race on a, on a truck and do, I don't know, a 3000 meters run race or 5,000 or stuff like that. 10,000. Seems
0: like you have already some numbers planned in your head. Do you have some, uh threshold that you want to reach or some record yourself record that you want of course to well,
1: what, do you th- what, what do you think i am i mean disorganized or what
0: tell me everything what do you think because for me for example this year is try to go out uh, you know find, first of all finding a my gravel bike and then i have seen a lot of amazing trails while i was going around with my road bicycle this year and i need to discover a bit more the forest out there so for me the goal is try to discover a bit more and sign on my papers a bit more of trails on the bike that would be amazing for you is numbers which kind of numbers
1: for me it's numbers so overall during the let's say the base period preparation uh in terms of tss i want to keep something around 600 mm-hmm. and that can be achieved both by bike and by running. okay so i kind of have to mix a little bit the intensities and the, the volume that comes out of those two activities and I'm by no means I'm an expert in running, but I read a couple of books uh, and I more or less understand the concepts behind it, which are you know it's an endurance sport, so it's not something completely different from cycling. So it's pretty easy to to grasp the concepts of VO2 max or pacing or threshold and stuff like that. So everything is just converted to a different metric, which is pace per kilometer and stuff like that so to to start running i tried to make a little test on on 3000 meters to see where i stand and now i have the result and i set myself a goal for the next three months to reach a certain time on 3000 meters and we'll see if
0: this will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there is no power meter in running, right? Yeah, there is no
1: power meter, but you, of course, I mean, you have the GPS, you have the running watch, so you want to keep track of your times and yeah, you can do the same thing as on Strava. You try your best on 400 meters, 100 meters, 1,000, 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, whatever you, you choose and whatever you want. And for me, that is going to be one of the objectives. So I have my time that I did uh, at the beginning of, of this training that will go on for three, four months. Um, so, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's an embarrassing number, but I still have it. So it's around 11, 17 uh, for 3,000 meters. And now I have um, a goal to, I mean, not, not a goal. I want to see where I finish after three or four months of, of training three, four times a week on this
0: distance. No, I wanted to ask you, I know that you have a number in mind. Which one is the number?
1: Uh, realistically, I think that I can go below 10 minutes 30. Uh, ideally, I think 10 minutes is a nice number on three kilometers. Mm-hmm. So we, we will see. 10.30, I think is within reach. 10, but well, we'll see. It's, it's a pace that at the moment I don't have, but I'm positive that in a couple of months of serious training i can come close to that one or probably the the alternative is to try to to do my best on the
0: 10,000 meters and see where that that will finish perfect it seems like we have a plan and we're going to keep track of your plan on your on your numbers here and if somebody wants to keep track of your numbers there i think that everything is going to be on strava right uh yeah i mean if it's not on strava it doesn't exist right exactly so you have just to look for broom wagon and you're gonna find simon with a super funny name <laughs> <laughs> it's Patsco, it's my mascot patsko broom wagon is there and there you can find simon and also this is numbers on running. But, but,
1: but yeah but you know Paco is my peluche that is coming with me on all the races. Uh, it's supporting me when I have down periods and it's really helpful. I mean he also did the time trial of the outroute with me. He was just <laughs> I just laced my peluche on on the seat post. Uh yeah, he was he did the forty five minutes of time trial with me.
0: And it was also <laughs> the first one, as you remember, in the Holy Week number two, it was the first one in Colla della Madonna. It was the Porta Jersey that day. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. He, he beat me.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Uh, he was really flying away on that. And he was also, he's a really good drinker, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thirsty Patsko is, is a thing. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it, is, it is. Perfect, Simon. I think that we actually went through everything and you are perfectly on time for your Fanta MBA thing. Oh, yeah,
1: that's the big thing of the day. Do you want
0: to add something or you just want to say goodbye?
1: (laughs) No, yeah, I want to add this thing that since we are in a period of the year that we are quite far from races, um, most of the people can take a break right now. So uh, and I don't mean just going off the bike. I mean, taking a mental break. So uh, for a couple of days, weeks, and um, I'll stop here
0: I won't go into months no two months is too much
1: yeah people can just relax and enjoy uh, what's what they find around them uh, even if they really get to do great in in future races because even if training is is important and all the stuff um, I think that if you push your not your body but if you push your mind too much, Uh, month after month after month of, you know, dieting and following some precise uh, workouts and stuff like that, Um, yeah, after a while I think it can be dangerous and not bringing you benefits. So yeah, the suggestion is this one, take it easy for some time, enjoy, enjoy life. It's a period that it will not matter if you have uh, a beer or two or three or four. (laughs) <laughs> as long as you get back on track after a while and you'll probably get on track way more motivated if you take
0: a break like this. yeah it's the magic rule never burn yourself out with with everything obviously it can be exactly the same thing It can the same rule that can be applied on uh, I don't know on work on uh, podcasting on whatever don't push the limit too far because the burnout if the burnout arrives you're gonna hate cycling you're gonna hate everything and having a good break and being kind and take care of yourself is always the best thing. And this is the perfect period to do it. Winter is coming. You need to cuddle yourself a bit more, have a couple of beers, go around, having long walks and stuff like this, and enjoy life.
1: Exactly like that. But I mean, I mean do it for one week or two. Don't do it for I the whole
0: year. <laughs> so for me, it's fine. Uh, yeah, different way to, to approach cycling <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, exactly, exactly Not also life, uh, you know, that's the thing I usually, I am way more pushy on myself on other things than on cycling, for me cycling is really the escape room, I go outside just to, to have fun, to enjoy life not for doing everything else uh, works, if it works for you then it's good, perfect, exactly do something that works for you all the times perfect Simon, it was a great pleasure to talk again and uh, yeah for sure soon with another couple of topics and on checking your numbers every week. And we're checking your numbers every month. Huh?
1: Apart from checking my numbers, we will we'll probably go into a little bit of technical topics on,
0: on how to train and uh, yeah, well,
1: some, some, let's say helpful tip top Tuesdays that can, can help to, yeah, to become a better cyclist or, you know, to enjoy your, enjoy a little bit more your time on the bike or just to improve or have satisfaction.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Or being a bit more consistent and uh, confident and on the thing and focus on what you're doing. We have a lot of ideas out there, people. Really, really a lot of ideas. We will try to realize all of them. Season three. Season three is in, and we are all happy with that, and we are looking forward for what is going to happen in the summer that is racing or riding together season. Cool. Go, Simon, go for your meeting with your Fanta people. And anyways, please buy the Marcus Cousin. <laughs> do it for me. Uh, okay, okay. I, will, I will see. I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> Perfect, it's going to be easy. <laughs> ciao, okay. Simon. Ciao, ciao. What about you people? What's your usually cross-training or which one is your activity during the off-season? Cross-country ski is pretty common or just boring trainer at home or just, if you have the opportunity, just take and go start working or living on the other side of the world where it's still sunny and so still enjoying your off-season or anyways your sunny riding or, like I do, just get dirty because this is the funniest thing, we are getting dirty all the times that we can like little kids that's the dream well just let me know you know all the contacts just look I think that the most used one is Instagram so calamaro CC for me as Gergole everything is gonna be here down for Simon and 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 you can also use calamaro CC on Facebook or go on Strava, look for Broomewagon, you're gonna find the both of us, Simon and me, and you can put any contact, and any comment, and any follow, out there. A lot of things are going on, I have a lot of things in plan, I will for sure spend this afternoon here, not just laying around and watching some cyclocross, even if there is the race today, one was yesterday, one is gonna be today, Yeah, I'm gonna watch anyways, the race is just one hour, but apart from that, I will also start doing something new, prepare something for winter, and prepare something for the new season. You will know a bit more super soon about new things that I have in mind, I am planning, and I will probably do for this season of the Broom Vagoon. I will talk to you next week, people. Ride out, get muddy. Bye!